This is a Brain Bites episode. We share two quick ideas we learned this week to help you leverage your brain for a better life. And always remember, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss a Brain Tools episode. It's time to level up your brain. Let's get cracking. Brain Bites 23, and we start with some very good news is that people are actually visiting Singapore now, which makes me incredibly, incredibly happy. And I was able to meet up with some friends uh, that were actually visiting from Australia, and I hadn't actually seen them in, I reckon, seven, eight years, give or take. We went to Mr. Stork, a cocktail bar on the top of Andes uh, Hotel in Singapore, stellar, stellar view for any of you that have not seen there before. And I got talking to my friend's fiance, Jackson. And I found out that he'd actually just recently made the move to Amazon. And one of the things that I really wanted to understand was whenever you move from job to job, there's normally changes in terms of culture, um, in terms of how you actually go about making decisions, the people you work with. And so that really was the question. What was the biggest change working for now Amazon, a fast moving tech company, so to speak, than his previous company, which would have been more traditional corporate structures? And what he said really resonated with me because he said that in Amazon, you need to own your decisions and you need to have autonomy in doing them and not fall into the trap of analysis paralysis. Things seem to move so quickly that you can get left behind and you're forced to make these decisions with limited data, but um, obviously not the complete set of data. And the framework that he actually offered me when going through this was understanding the difference between reversible and irreversible decisions, which is something that's permeated across Amazon's culture and with people that I've spoken about before that actually work there. And I will be frank, this resonated very, very strongly with me because if you've ever met me before, you will know that I'm a person that loves to think through all the permutations and combinations. I love to understand the entire possibility set, assign probabilities and and take it from there. And obviously what can happen here is you can ponder for something for ages and not actually make a decision when it's necessary. And so that's basically my learning for the day is going through the idea of reversible and irreversible decisions. And it came from a 2015 shareholder letter from Jeff Bezos. And it's actually how he made the decision to start Amazon. And when he was thinking through this, he was like, hey, if it stuffs up, Worst case scenario, I've learned heaps and the experience from this means that, you know, he could probably go elsewhere. He could try his luck there. At best, it could make him a fortune and he could obviously make a massive impact on the world, which is what has eventuated. And the definitions of these reversible and irreversible decisions are really important to look at because a reversible decision is making it really fast without perfect information. You might use heuristics. If you go back to Think Fast, Think Slow by Daniel Kahneman, little mental shortcuts to get to it. But with reversible decisions, a wrong decision could have you know potentially cataclysmic impacts on your life and the downstream consequences so severe that you want to be way more deliberate, much slower, and you want to understand the problem before then actually getting to the weeds of what a solution might look like. And the analogy I'd like to give you here, and this is again what Jeff says, not me, but hey, I'm paraphrasing. Reversible decisions are more like a two-way door. You can go in and you can go out. And the beautiful part about this is you can learn what's on the other side, but you can always go back. And the cost is minimal in terms of resources and effort. However, irreversible decisions are one-way doors. You can only go through once. And once you're on the other side, you actually can't go back. And 
there are a few examples in everyday life here that can hopefully ground this a little bit. The first one is ordering food from a restaurant. Now, I know for a lot of people, including myself, this might feel like an irreversible decision that, wow, if I order the wrong thing, it's going to suck. I'm never going to be able to go back to this restaurant again and so on. But it's actually a really reversible decision. Like if you don't like the food, then you can simply order something else maybe next time if you want to get there. But what goes through your head here is what if I get FOMO and all that jazz? Going to the gym, it's a reversible decision, but we sometimes mull over this for 20, 30 minutes before doing so. Now, if you look at something more irreversible, that might be taking a job, not knowing the company culture, even though the money and the remuneration package seems to be so much greater. But there's a clear opportunity cost here if that you don't understand this critical information, the people you're working with, the company culture, you might leave after one year, which means you might be better off of staying at the job you were previously at and grinding it out a little bit, given the cost that comes through. Now, in taking this reversible and irreversible framework, applying it to my life is something that I'm very, very keen to do because as I said earlier, it is definitely something where I can get that analysis paralysis. And if you do have that issue when it comes to making decisions, a way that you can actually blend this into your everyday life is before even delving into a decision-making process, you simply ask, what type of decision is this? Is it reversible or is it irreversible? And what that allows you to do is actually put the appropriate decision-making hat on and it primes you then going downstream into the decision to adopt that hat or that mindset. And it also allows you to understand that you're not going to know 100% of the information sometimes and that sometimes that extra 5% of information that might take ages to find out doesn't actually mean or yield a better decision especially when you factor, as I said, time in. You could have potentially made that decision if it was reversible earlier and already learnt something that would make you and help you make a better second order decision. Because the one thing that is discounted throughout any decision people don't necessarily put to the front of mind is the unit of learning. In making a decision, you can learn something really, really quickly and that leads to better downstream consequences accordingly. So I suppose if I wrap this up, it it really comes down to a frame of speed versus velocity. And that might seem a little bit too much for something like irreversible and reversible decisions, but bear with me. Speed, we define as distance over time. And what that means is you could essentially go in circles really, really fast, but get nowhere. Whereas velocity actually means displacement over time. In other words, you need to be moving towards something in order for it to be recognized. And taking that frame becomes really important because it allows you then to avoid meaningless risk aversion, slowness, and allows you to experiment more frequently, meaning you learn more, especially if you realize that the decision in front of you is simply reversible. And I leave you with a quote by a guy called General George Patton that sums this up pretty well. A good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan next week. And that wraps up Brain Bites 23, and we'll see you next time. We hope you love this Brain Bites episode. If you wanted to support us, the best way is to add a screenshot of it to your Insta story or to share it in a WhatsApp group with friends or share the link to someone you think might benefit from it. We'll see you next time.